Welcome to Fold in the Cheese, the recipe for fantasy football success. We are your hosts, two average dudes, watched a lot of football, played a lot of fantasy football, and our wives told us to get real jobs. And uh, we said pass. We'd much rather talk about football instead, so here we are. Uh, this is a podcast for those who are just starting in the fantasy football. We want to bring some knowledge to help you get started. We'll be here along with you on the whole journey throughout the season, checking in, checking in with players and seeing who we should sit, who we should start, all that fun stuff. And for those who are a little more advanced, don't worry, we got some stuff for you too. Yeah, so if you're a casual fantasy player and you're tired of not winning, we're going to change that for you. If you never played before and you feel like, hey, I think I'd like to play this and I think I'd like to win my first time through, we're here for you too. Let's make this happen. Get some W's. Let's get it. Welcome into Folding the Cheese. It's your boy K Troll on the mic. The Super Bowl is done. We are post Super Bowl, and the NFL season's over. And I am joined today, in honor of the Super Bowl, by the Matthew Stafford to my Cooper Cup. You know, I was so happy when I came to the line of scrimmage, ever playing man coverage. I was going to put it up to my guy, let him go make a play, and uh, that's what he did. He's done it all year. You know, people marvel at the connection that you two have. Like, man, this guy's always open. He's always looking for him. How does it happen? I think it's just a lot of time. I mean, we spend an egregious amount of time together, I think, just talking <laughs> football. But, you know, we love it. We just have a passion for the game. We love talking ball yeah. and, uh, you know, being able to find ways to just be better. Ethan Gale fan. E, what is happening? How's it going, man? Yeah, I think that's pretty fitting. You know, Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford this year with literally the best one-two combination, the best quarterback-wide receiver combo, one of the most historic seasons for both of them. And uh, so, yeah, I think it's only fitting that you and I, you know, we are one of the best dynamic duos in the fantasy football podcasting industry. So this is, I think this is probably our best uh, comparison this year. Probably the best comparison. I would totally agree. We are no doubt... The we're probably both the Cooper Cups of this industry, but yeah, the Matthew Stafford Cooper <laughs> Cup is great. It's a, it's a great combo. Great combo. We're just superstars. We were podcasting we superstars. So yeah, obviously you mentioned this is the NFL season officially over. We're post Super Bowl. I, I tweeted this the other day. I said, which is the more depressing day after the day after Christmas or the day after the Super Bowl? Which is more depressing? I think I think I would go day after Super Bowl. Because I feel like, you know, like day after Christmas, like number one, you've got all the stuff that you, the kids are still playing with and you're kind of like, I don't know, it's almost like a little relieving, you know, um, and you also still have New Year's to look forward to. So there's still like true. some partying left. After and when Super you're Bowl, in like, school and when you're in school, you still have more break. It's not like, all right, back to school the next day. That's true. But here That's you true. literally go back to school the next day. Dumb. Back to school, back yes. to work. It's the worst. Yep. It's the farthest from football starting again. So, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I agree. I honestly think it's the day after the Super Bowl is more depressing. Yeah, it's it's bad news. It's um, it's sad. You, you start you start looking around kind of like, all right, who's left to dance with here? Um, <laughs> oh, well, there's that like um, that chick who's like, eh, I mean, you know, she's she's pretty cool. I could hang with her. That's the college basketball that you're getting. You're like, all right, maybe I'll hang there for a it's little a college bit. College basketball. The, uh, yeah, the chick at the yeah, end. that's like your okay. that's your backup girl, right? And then and then after that, you're kind of like, oh man, I got to get out of here. This is uh, <laughs> like this is getting well, shady. Even, this went downhill fast. 
even after the game, I just find myself watching all the post game I can just to prolong it. It's like, okay, don't turn so the TV off. <laughs> the official NBC broadcast is done, but I know ESPN is going to be showing stuff, even though they didn't broadcast the game. So I jumped over there and it's just like the same kind of stuff, but they got different interviews. I'm like, I'll watch it. I don't care if they interview the equipment manager, just keep it going. I That's right. Eat. I don't want as to. Yeah. yeah, yeah as, as soon as they show a basketball highlight, I'm jumping to like NFL network. And I'm like, I know NFL <laughs> network's not going off. <laughs> yeah, going to basketball. And then uh, NFL okay, Network, actually, like an hour later, is going to start like re-showing either the Super Bowl or some other random game from the year. And <laughs> be like, all right, now I got to turn that off. Although I will draw the line if they would then like go to Super Bowls of Pass. If it was either 07 or 2013, like, nope, turning it or it was 07 or 11. <laughs> got to turn it off. Nope, not watching yeah. these. <laughs> yeah. um, but now that I think about it, it's kind of funny I mentioned the equipment manager. Didn't mean to do this, but uh, I was listening uh, to Bart Scott and Barton Hahn on the radio the other day, yesterday. And um, obviously towards the end of the game, there was that little uh, controversy over how many penalties were called on that final Rams drive with like the um, the holding calls, the pass interference calls. And so someone called in and said, you know who should really, like, don't blame the refs. You know who you need to blame is the equipment guy. Why are you dressing the Bengals in bright ass orange gloves when the Rams are wearing white? <laughs> you can see that shit everywhere. So if you're making a hold, you can see it. And Bart's like, hell yeah, man. Why do you think I always wore white gloves? They always called me Mickey Mouse, but I didn't care. You couldn't see my hands. It was great. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great call. Yeah, if you know you're playing in a an away team or a team that's kind of a white jersey, for instance, you know, like, yeah. White gloves. Without the white gloves. Here we go. Never going to see it yeah. coming. It's a great call. They had bright orange gloves. Yeah, that's true. I I don't know how much we're going to... I guess we might as well just get into it because... That's just um, that We're going to talk about the Super Bowl this episode anyway, but that last drive was infuriating. And the, <laughs> the, the first holding call across the middle was total garbage. It was a third down. Yeah. So it's not like it's not like it would have been like the end of the game or anything crazy, but that was a very clean play, a great SWAT... You did exactly what you're supposed to do. It was a great swat. You know, it was the opposite hand. Opposite hand coming across like exactly what they teach you in basketball. Like the exact, it was perfect. And I was just like, that is like, there were probably a lot of other holds throughout the game. That is not a hold. Yeah. Of all the holds, that was the weakest one. Cause there's definitely ones they missed. Uh, but I think what the refs were probably thinking of, okay, wait a second. This is a linebacker and he had perfect coverage on Cooper cup. That can't be right. Flag. Something's had to have happened in there. Yeah. I I'm sure that's going through their minds. I kept thinking, what a weird time for a makeup call on that T Higgins throwing Jalen Ramsey to the ground. Oh my by his face <laughs> I was like, I get if it's a makeup call, but like on the final drive, like good grief. That is awful. Yeah. Now the one in I mean, Eli was... Apple in the end zone or whoever it was, that was, that was pretty bad. So that yeah, one made that a little was, more sense, but that was legit. Um, yeah. I mean that, I don't know. I don't, again, you can't, you don't say that's what caused the game to end that way, or that's why the Bengals lost or anything like that. You can't do that, but it was questionable. It was everything that everyone's talking about. Um, but again, orange gloves, there's your problem. I agree. I'm with you there. Um, what's your overall take from all this? Obviously you're stoked for Stafford and you probably heard a collective roar in the greater Michigan area, uh, when they ended up winning, but what was your take on the game? How did you think, did you think it was a good game? Did you think it was like an average game? Like we were trying to we were trying to compare it to other Super Bowls to see like, yeah, yeah. this kind of feels like this one, that one, whatever. What did you think? You know, I mean, I, I was talking to different people and I was listening to different shows, and some people were saying it was boring, and I didn't, I didn't think it was boring. Did I think it was one of the best 
games that I've ever watched in the Super Bowl? No. But did I think it was boring? No. It was a close game throughout. There were great storylines. I mean, you had big players making big plays. You had Odell Beckham, you know, starting off the scoring with that great touch on the end zone. Stafford was playing well. Burrow was playing solid. I mean, you had Joe Mixon throwing a touchdown. No one could have seen that coming. So you had some cool plays in it. Now, were there any huge dynamic plays? I mean, there's the one T Higgins throwing Jalen Ramsey to the ground. But um, so, no, it didn't have the flashiness. It didn't have maybe the flair. And yet it kind of and for me, it was kind of not an anticlimactic ending, but it's one of those like, ah, oh, damn, like when when the Bengals got the ball back when they're down three and they have just under two minutes, like plenty of time, like this is amazing. Uh, Burrow's going to bring him down. McPherson's going to come. Kick at least a field get a goal field goal. Tie it. Yeah. yeah. And it's going to go over to overtime. Like this is going to be great. This is going to be perfect. And so then they start off a big play. I think what Jamar got 20 yards or something right off the bat. They get to the 50 yard line just like that. And then to have a third and one and Zach Taylor calls a run up the middle with Samaj P. Ryan. You're like, what? What on earth was that? What? I mean, first of all, great play by Aaron Donald to be able to. Pull he him was back. basically being held he and yeah, and back. somehow with one arm stopped his momentum, thought, which like, is just crazy. could have just fallen forward to get that yard, but yeah. Aaron Donald basically just, no, just would not let him go down. I mean, would not let him fall forward, which was just a spectacular play, like just to wrap him up in general to get him there, but then to make sure he could not fall forward was spectacular, like ungodly. And then... um what was crazy then I'm yelling at Pirine on fourth and one because, you know, Burrow's going out. He just flings it. Pirine didn't dive for it at all. Like from the angle. I know I didn't have a great angle, but it looked like if he had dove, he could have maybe made a play on that ball. It looks like he just gave yeah. up. Like you've how do you not even try to on dive? Line. How do you yeah. not even you, attempt? And again, I could see the how close to was. what looked like it was maybe catchable to your point. Like he, he got the ball out of his hand. It was it was desperate, but again, yeah, to your point, like you're in the Super Bowl yard. at the end of the game, you've got to go all out. So, you know, from that sense, it was kind of anticlimactic because you're like, oh my gosh, this is this drive is mounting. You would at least like to see him get within field, but almost field goal range, and then it and and then it happens. But then, you know, it was literally the exact same ending with the 49er game, which was kind of crazy. Aaron Donald slash Von Miller making those crazy plays and Garoppolo flinging it and Burrow flinging it. Um, so yeah, no one blocked uh, Aaron Donald. Like what the hell happened? Like there are two <laughs> linemen that he ran right in between and they both were split going to double somebody else or block somebody else. How on earth have, does that happen? Have, have you seen the Bengals offensive line all year? I mean, have you? It's one thing to just get beat. It's another thing to miss <laughs> a block, to not block on someone. the most impactful player in the entire NFL. It's another yeah. thing to say, we're, you know, oh, I thought he had him. Like, no, no, no. I'm going to make damn sure one of us gets this dude. And if, even yeah. if it's not my assignment, I'm going to be like, you know what? I'm, I'm actually going to hit Aaron Donald, not that random guy over there. Like, no one hit him. No one really crazy. hit him. So, was I mean, going insane. back to you. Going back to your original question, did I think it was a good game? I thought it was a, a good one. Did I think it was great, amazing top 10? No. But did I think it was crappy or boring? No. Everyone was playing solid. I mean, Burrow was showing his poise. You know, he didn't make any, like, he didn't have any turnovers. He was doing as much as he could with that crappy offensive line. You know, Stafford was making plays. His two interceptions weren't his fault. Uh, one was tipped by the Rook that just went right to the other guy. And I, I can't remember the first one, but I feel like that was more Jesse of like Bates. a punt. Jesse anyway. Bates in the end zone was the first one. 
That's Wake right, Forest, that's y'all. Right. Jesse Bates. Um, so like, so I thought Stafford played well. I mean, obviously we knew the Rams had no running game, so that was expected. So again, I just that was awful. It was a solid game. It was close the whole time. You had a great epic drive to take the lead at the end. So I mean, I what more could you ask for except for some fla- flashiness, excitement? But I, I mean, I thought it was a good game. What about you? So um, I will add to the T Higgins play that was pretty exciting. It, do you remember Jamar Chase that catch in the first half that was yes insane? insane catch he beat ramsey it was there was traffic it was a deep ball like that was insane so that was that's 46 i think there's a 46 yarder that that's on here so that was that was insane um so that was a great that was a great play but we we said the same thing like it was a bit a bit lacking as far as like big plays go um but there were a couple and i thought the beckham touchdown catch was great and then of course the end like cooper you just knew at the end with Cooper Cup, like he became unguardable, whereas they had sort of seemed to have found a way to take him out of the game early. And then especially when Beckham went down injured, they they found they're like, hey, this is the only guy we've got to guard. And I really started thinking like the Rams are in trouble here because they were throwing to Ben Squaronic or whatever. And he couldn't catch. And well, he was Van the Jefferson one who led wasn't to the doing much. Yeah. And Van Jefferson wasn't doing much. I was like. I don't know, man. They 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 suddenly have no weapons because mm-hmm. the Bengals have figured something out with Cup, and then all of a sudden, you know, in that last drive or two, you're kind of like, now he's unguardable. Like now he's, <laughs> now he's back to being the same guy he was all year. Like I don't know what this happened is the in the middle. We knew. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened in the middle there, but you're right. the The running game was awful. Um, Mixon looked solid. I mean, I think that's kind of what he was fine. expected of him. He was fine. He was fine. Um, but yeah, the the Rams running game was just. Absolutely terrible. I thought the Bengals okay, defense but, played really well. I was I was surprised at how good they were. And maybe I wasn't paying enough attention to him all season, but man, and, and I know this was after Beckham went down, but they were lining Daryl Henderson up as a wide receiver how many times? And Stafford was looking for him. He had five targets, and they weren't just like coming out of the backfield. It was if he was lining up in the slot or whatever on the side. Like that, I I was still a little dumbfounded, but I guess now it does make a little more sense with Beckham being down and no one else doing anything. But that was shocking. Yeah. To me. Well, I think, well, they, they flexed him out of the backfield though. Like he would, he would start in the backfield and he'd run out into the and slot come out. Yeah. And then he would go and do a route. He played some receiver in college too. So he was a hybrid type of a player anyway. And so I think that was not like that. I'm going to say not that surprising, but um, maybe I hadn't seen that much this year. And I think that's sure. a great way to utilize a player like that. Cause he, it was good to see him back. He looked much better than Cam Akers in this game. And yeah. even though they didn't run as well on the ground, uh, either one of them, but uh, to your point, he looked great coming out of the backfield, splitting out wide. They'd go five wide. And you're like, I only know one of those guys. <laughs> Cooper Cup. <laughs> like the only guy I know, you know, Hey, but, but you um, talk about excitement. How about the failed Philly special? Huh? That was, that was actually kind of funny. Uh, like, oh, <laughs> the one oh, thing I oh. can do that well is throw the ball. Yeah. Is throw the ball. <laughs> I mean, Stafford was wide, but that was a terrible throw. I mean, it was even worse than, cause that was definitely worse than when Brady just dropped it because at least this, this pass oh, yeah. wasn't even close. It just looked bad. It was uncatchable. And, it was uncatchable. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That but, was bad. So I, I kind of agreed. It was sort of like a, I'd, I'd call it middle of the road. It wasn't a boring right. Super Bowl, but it just no. seemed like, you were just, you, I just kept waiting for something big to happen, and it never really did. And then mm-hmm. you got to the end. You're like, I guess the Rams won. Like, I, <laughs> I, guess. I don't know. It didn't. It didn't feel like either team was like going for the win, like taking the game. And maybe that's because the defense has played well, and you sort of play well. 
you saw some points, but it wasn't anything flashy and no one got ahead by more than, you know, seven or whatever. And like, maybe that's why it felt that way. But I, you, you definitely had the feeling on that last drive for the Rams that they were about to score. Like even when they first, the first, first down they converted, I think it was kind of like, oh crap. Like this is, this is their coming. This is going to be that drive. And you yep. just hope there's enough time left. And you know, the Bengals were calling timeouts in the red zone, trying to make sure they had enough time left. And that was like, great. Just let them score. I mean, geez, they're on the one yard line. You get a PI, like mm-hmm. just let them, let them in. And you got a minute 40 left or whatever. You're like, okay, this, this looks all right. This is, this is okay. They can move the ball. Field goal range. McPherson has been clutch. Like he'll, he'll be fine. I hate it when teams get third and fourth and one. And they, first off, they line up in shotgun, which I just, Ugh. it drives me crazy. Maybe I'm an old man Dumb. about this, but like it drives me crazy. <laughs> but then when you do something, that's not traditional. Like what, what are you running Samaji P Ryan up there for? Like Joe Mixon yeah. has been getting five yards a clip and you're going to mm-hmm. run Samaji P Ryan, you know, who, who's done nothing for you all game. Who's ran it twice. <laughs> I ran it twice for zero yard. Like, you know, like I don't, I don't understand that call really. And I'm not, I'm not saying Mixon would have gotten those yards, but why did you not try you give it, it to why your horse. lineup and I formation, give it to your guy and let him pound it, you know, up the middle. Yeah. You're starting six yards back on a shotgun play, and you're handing off to a backup running back. I, I don't totally get that. Going into one of the best but. defensive lines, but anyway, uh, yeah, don't yeah. let's be let's be honest. Zach Taylor's going to be questioned for that for a long time. Um, almost would you would you put that up it's there? Not as, as egregious uh, as Pete Carroll? No, it's just it's not you as knew egregious as Pete Carroll. <laughs> you knew I was you know going. Where that's going. That's the worst. <laughs> that's the worst coaching call I've ever seen in my life, and any of all sport time. ever. And, not, and it time. doesn't matter like what game. And the fact that it was in a championship game, and don't get me wrong, and I was on the page, I'm like, oh my God, this is over. Like Marshawn Lynch, here we go. And so anyway, yes, of all time, one of the worst coaching decisions I have ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This so would close. you put it? Not even close to that. <laughs> not even close. Okay. But, but, but I mean, this is bad. This was it's bad. bad. It's really bad. Uh, and again, I'm still pissed at P. Ryan for not even... Maybe this is just a bad perspective, but I'm still pissed at him for not diving. How do you not dive? But anyway. Okay, so going back to this game being like, you know, middle of the road, is it unfair that we guard super that we uh grade Super Bowls that are kind of more defensive as boring? Like, is that fair? So we talked about this one time about do you think a defensive game is less exciting? Right. We we did talk about that. So a little bit sort so of, is an that extension fair, of that, though. An extension of that question. Um, it's a subjective grading system, <laughs> you know, so like, I don't know. I personally, I would have liked to seen some more fireworks, I guess. Um, you've got so many absolute superstars on the stage here with Beckham mm-hmm. and cup and Higgins and chase. But truthfully, if you look at the box scores, they played well. I, I kept thinking, like I was thinking back on, you know, Higgins had four catches and chase had five catches and Boyd had five catches. Like who was catching the ball? But Mixon had five catches for one yard. For one I mean, yard. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I, that is wild. But yeah. I was like, man, did, did they just not throw that much? Like, I feel like time of possession. I just think the drives were kind of dragging out. These teams did run the ball 43 times total. You know, yep. um, there weren't as many passes as I maybe I thought I would see. Um, so it's, it kind of slows the game down a little bit. You know, when you're when you're getting like you're getting first downs, but it's taking you three downs to get them mm-hmm. and you're getting like 12 yards, you know, instead of. Uh, 30 yard chunks. So there just weren't a ton of chunk plays. It didn't seem like uh, in this game. And I think that's one of the reasons I felt like this was not that's as true. exciting. 
They were just yeah, chipping away, more, both teams. They were grinding out drives. I mean, if you look at the time yep. possession, it was 30 minutes and 47 seconds to 29 minutes and 13 seconds, which is crazy wow. even. Like, you don't wow. see that. And, well, and that's even crazier to think that the Rams had that la- their last drive was, what, six minutes or something like that? But, yeah, you're right. To your point, the drives that were going on during the game were longer and drawn out and more chippy. And so... It, and there weren't that many penalties called throughout the game. And so that's why the game was going pretty quick and you weren't seeing as many big plays because it was the, the clock was just running. They were getting yards, but at slow little chunks. Um, and then you'd see him get to like the 50 and then punt or they went for it on fourth and then didn't get it. So that's yeah. why it was also kind of like, Oh, okay. And now they have the ball and what just happened. And um, so it was, it was a, a weird ish kind of game in that sense. Um, but you're right. You didn't see the fireworks. I mean, again, probably the prettiest play. I'm not going to give the T Higgins play a pretty play. Cause that was not pretty, but was honestly that first touchdown from Stafford to Beckham. Like that was, that was a beautifully thrown ball. Perfectly run. Great route, pass. Great catch. Great catch. Beckham. Yeah. So like that was probably your prettiest play of the game. Um, yeah, and that was the first score. <laughs> that was the first one. Yeah. Happened early. Yeah, I agree. So I don't know. I obviously didn't love the outcome cause I was rooting for the Bengals and, um, my bets were also rooting for the Bengals, so that kind of sucked. But <laughs> okay, um, okay. It so was, real quick, it was I'm it was an argument. I'm gonna jump in. This was probably literally the worst case postseason for you ever. So like, you come to terms with the fact that the Rams are playing the Bengals, who beat your Titans. So you come to terms with the fact that you're gonna jump on with the Bengals because they beat your Titans. You come to terms with the Bengals, so you go all in on your bets, and then this. <laughs> Literally, is this the worst postseason in NFL history for you? Like, is this the worst case? <laughs> like, um, be honest I mean, here. It's going to be up it, there. So here, here's the thing. I didn't hate the Bengals until I saw their fans. And then I got right. kind of mad at them because they were so obnoxious and annoying. I actually like the Bengals. I mean, I like I have liked all year. I've liked Joe Burrow. I like yeah. T Higgins. I've liked him for a couple of years. And I love Jamar Chase. I love what he does. Mixon, I could I could take or leave, but. I know you have strong feelings about him, but I don't have the same strong <laughs> feelings you do. I think he's like a solid running back. So like other than like, you know, his off the field issues, which I, I don't love. But so I, I don't dislike the Bengals. I didn't until that happened. So there are worst case scenarios. There are scenarios where like a division rival for the Titans, for instance, um, you know, like the Texans or Jaguars or someone's in there, you know, doing this. I guess that would be worse. But no, having the Rams win is is the worst. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's fine. I, I would have rather good. seen a, a heartbreaking loss or a you know uh, go to overtime and never get the ball kind of thing. That would have that would have been great. So who okay, to see I to see say, Stan Kroenke go on the field and grab the trophy? I was just like, <laughs> what an asshole! What, what an asshole! So okay, now we're just projecting here. Let's say the Bengals had come and tied it, go to overtime. Who would you have given the edge to? I know it's going to come down, you know, this coin toss, blah, blah, blah. But honestly, yeah. like, who would you th- have thought at that point? I don't think because, there I, mean, both oh, I don't think there'd be momentum. Right, because both would have had drives at the end of the game to get you to where you are. So do you th- yeah. You don't think anybody would have had necessarily an edge over the other? I don't think so. I don't think there would have been a ton of momentum because you kind of felt like they were all they need. So here's maybe the difference is like if they'd gotten to overtime, it would have meant they got a field goal and field goals don't give you the same momentum a touchdown does. It's if true. you drove, you know, 40 yards, if you made it 40 yards and two, you had two minutes, it's not like it was that Chiefs game where they, they got two plays in 13, 13 seconds. seconds, you know, that's momentum. But if you drove 40 yards in two minutes and got close enough to hit a, you know, a 50 yard field goal or something, 
there's some momentum there, but it's not like it's not like you scored a touchdown on a Hail Mary and all of a sudden it's like, oh, right. damn. Right. So oh, everyone's I don't know. That, I don't that. know. Yeah, I don't know. There would have been a ton of momentum there. But um, yeah, I, I probably would go back to like Cooper Cup went to a different level. And so did Aaron Donald uh, in the fourth quarter. And the Bengals that was going to be my thing. I feel like I feel like in the first half, the Bengals did an OK job protecting Burrow. Like they got, I think, one or two sacks in the first half. But then the second half. It was just like a sieve, man. Seven total yeah, for the flood, game. Flood Obviously, open. one yeah. on the end that last drive, and uh, yeah, I just feel like that would have been. I think the kicker for me was that Aaron Donald and Von Miller were kicking it up a notch, and I feel like yeah. that would have been the one kicker in overtime. It's like, no, we're just we're coming for you, and, that, and we're showing it. And honestly, like, prove me wrong. I honestly thought Aaron Donald had a shot at getting uh, Super Bowl MVP when it was yeah. when the game was all said and done. I was like, oh damn, Aaron Donald might have gotten this. Like he was, yeah, uh, dark, I, 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 even, so I called him from the beginning. I'm like he's the dark horse for MVP, and I thought he had it. I was like, oh snap, he's he's gonna get it. Do you think if that last play had been graded as a sack, he would have? <laughs> he had three sacks. I mean, I feel like that should be I mean, maybe. the same from the from the eyes of the voters. It's the same thing. Like you stopped, yeah. you ended the game, <laughs> but you didn't. I he did he two it. plays in a row. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I mean, two Cooper t- Cup was Cooper, Cooper for, Cup was very deserving to win to literally win but the game. I, I mean, that's I thought yeah. Aaron was just as deserving. So that was interesting to me. Yeah, I I just thought Stafford shouldn't. You know, with the two picks and even, right. even one of them not being totally his fault. Like he he played well and he he did enough. Obviously, he did enough. He did what he needed. Touchdown and all that. He did what he needed. So. And he played well, and I got to give him credit for that because he he did look pretty good out there. Honestly, yeah, uh, he did not seem to be totally rattled. He didn't seem to be Mm-mm. psyched out. Um, there were a couple not great throws, but it's a Super Bowl, man. You're kind of going all out anyway, and then you lose your one of your biggest weapons, um, and you already yeah, don't have a tight early. end. So, like, you know, they're they're playing. I mean, on that kind of on that final drive, his no look pass to cup across the middle. I mean, that was pretty epic. That the last drive, epic. he was he took over. I mean, he really, he no really did. Look. He he was looking down the sideline and guns it to Cup across the middle, like weaving it through traffic. Like that was spectacular. Like of all the plays, that was that was his best. Uh, yeah, it was it was fun to watch that. Collinsworth, I will say, on the call, Collinsworth <laughs> made some <laughs> comment about Stafford being like one of the greatest clutch quarterbacks. He, he said something, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> I mean, you gave him some compliment that I was like, you are, you're an insane person. Whatever you just said you know, is, is total garbage. I'll try, I'll try and give Collinsworth like a teeny bit of credit or, or I'm going to try and see if I can get into his head. I think what he was probably thinking is that Stafford throughout his career has been able to bring his team back because let's be honest, when you're playing on the Lions, you're always playing from behind. So if you, if you probably go to the, we need to talk to Stat Boy, but if you look at his career stats, he's probably up there in fourth quarter comebacks, with the reason being they were always playing from behind. Um, so again, that's the only thing I can probably think of that Chris Collinsworth was trying to reference is the fact that he does have a lot of fourth quarter comebacks under his belt. He does. And that's true. So, that's probably he is actually fifth. I will say he's fifth in NFL history in fourth quarter comebacks. He has 34. He's behind Again. Peyton Manning at 43, Tom Brady at 42, Roethlisberger 41, Drew Brees 36. So that's okay. a, that's a lot. I will give him that. It's a lot. It is a lot of, and it's because comebacks. they're losing a lot. 
So very true. <laughs> you talk to a lot of Detroit Lions fans here. It's so like who, especially the ones who are not big Stafford fans. It's like, oh, the only reason why he has all these stats. <clears throat> Sorry, Kyle Seager. Uh, the only reason why he has all these stats is because they're always playing from behind. He has to throw it out. He has to do all this. Um, so that's again, if I'm jumping into Chris Collinsworth head, I bet that's what he was trying to infer. But yeah, let's not get too crazy. I don't know. It was a bit. It was a bit hyperbole. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, I did find something very interesting and I meant to look this up before the show, but um, while we were watching and I was looking at Burrow on the sideline, I was just thinking there have been a lot of quarterbacks to win Super Bowls who have blue eyes. And because um, <laughs> you think Brady does, there's seven, right? Montana like, does. Peyton, seven, Peyton right? does. There's 11. Or Peyton's got like hazily green, blue green eyes. Like for Peyton, it was like, to, I was like, oh my gosh, like, on that one. I was like, these people like, and, and so my mom looked up an article while we were watching and she's like, yes, it says 80% of, of Super Bowl champion quarterbacks have blue eyes. And I was like, holy cow, that is insane. But it was from like 2014 or something. So it's, it's missing a few of the more recent ones. It's missing eight, of eight course, Super Bowls. Granted, those are all Brady. So well, three, yeah, Brady won three of those. So, um, but I, I was just thinking like, that's, that's like. Whatever it is, it's over 50%, which is like an insane stat because the population is like 15% blue-eyed or something. You know, I was like, this is just kind of wild. <laughs> it's always yeah. blue eyes. You know, I don't know. I don't know what it is. So you were looking at jo- you were looking deep into Joey B's eyes and you're like, oh my god. I gosh. was looking into his soul He's got on the it. bench. I was like, He's, He's got, got blue this. eyes. He's gonna win. <laughs> He's gonna win. What's that? Like, we're gonna win. Oh, wow. I just made a weird callback. Uh, I assume, have you seen the movie, um, a league of their own? Oh yeah. Yeah. First of oh, all, yeah. great. Tom movie. Hanks. Tom Hanks. Yeah. Spectacular. Gina Davis, Rosie O'Donnell's in it. Madonna. Anyway, Rosie O'Donnell. Uh, yep. it just made me think. So there's a point when they're in the championship game and you just see Tom Hanks. He's finally caring as a manager. And he goes, we're going to win Uh spoiler alert. They lose, but <laughs> yeah. uh, it just made me think. When you're like Joey B, like he's gonna win, he's gonna do Sorry, this thing. weird it's reference. Those dang but this blue is what, eyes. This is what goes through my head. I just think, oh, what movie is that from? Yes, Tom Hanks in a women's <laughs> a baseball league. That's what it is. That okay? So there is one very memorable quote from that movie, and that is not it. And that is, of course, there's well, no crying in baseball. That is right. like that's where that line comes from, right? Of course, read a pull. Course. We're gonna win. That is really random. See, this is this is the knowledge that is taking up too much space in my brain, whereas the times tables and good historical facts. Sorry, Dad, I know that disappoints you immensely. <laughs> like, that's what's not professor. there. <laughs> that's what's not there. Um, so, yes, my brain is literally just a blender of movie quotes, TV references and uh, pop culture. Like, oh, God. What have I become? We we love it here on Fold in the Cheese, the podcast. <laughs> oh, speaking of, okay. So Fold in the Cheese, this is maybe thinking of again. So we all know we love Shit's Creek. So you know the song A Little Bit Alexis, right? Oh her, yeah. The the title Fantastic. track of her debut album following her, her reality show. It was for okay, her reality so, show audition, yeah. Yes. So have you ever or has Miles ever watched the show on the Disney Channel or whatnot? I, don't, I haven't even seen it yet. The Descendants? Mm, I don't think so. I, I know what you're talking okay. about. I don't think we've watched it. So I've never watched it, but Addison, I guess, have watched it at someone's house. It's like about the the kids of Disney villains or whatnot. 
It sounds like a cool mm-hmm. idea. I haven't seen it. Actually, mm-hmm. that's kind of yeah. a cool premise. So anyway, they have songs or whatnot, and she plays one on Google, and I'm listening to it. I'm like, holy shit. This is the song, A Little Bit of Lexus. And so I literally stopped it, pulled up A Little Bit of Lexus on YouTube. I'm like, this is the same song. How is, Am I the only one in the world to know what is going on? I can't think of what the Descendant song is, but I'm just listening. I'm like, this isn't right. This isn't right. <laughs> So, so different lyrics, though, right? Yeah, I'm sure. Yes. Different, but different literally lyrics. the exact same. Um, I just started the same singing beat, a little bit of Lexus over it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So you got to look that up. I and mean, obviously, like, they, they've they taken the rights to that or something one on one side or the other. That's I'm hilarious. I'm looking it up right now. I'm looking oh, it up I think, right now. <laughs> I think it's called, like, Rotten to the Core. Rotten. I wish I could play this over the air. Can I play this over the air? You can insert it. I got to find. Okay. Talk amongst yourselves for a second, Kepper. While I figure this out. Oh, no, this is it. Okay. Okay. Can you hear it? Yeah. Okay, wait for it. Tell me this is, and then I'll play a little bit. Right? Okay, so now I'm gonna play a little bit of Lexus. If I can, if, oh that's my gosh, be on Spotify, right? That's gotta be on Spotify, probably, probably, probably. Alexis. There it is. <laughs> okay, okay. Are you ready? It's this. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> is this not the same? Oh my god. <laughs> When I drive my car. Come on. <laughs> so again, this is, is what goes identical. through my head. <laughs> How are there not copyright issues? I don't know who wins though. I I would obviously would prefer that a little bit of Lexus take take the copyright take on the that. Crown. Uh, maybe yes. they maybe they loaned it out. I don't know. Uh, there's Maybe. definitely that's like a uh, vanilla ice and and under pressure like that's <laughs> yeah no that's, mine goes and theirs goes yeah yeah and you're like um i'm same very thing. confused <laughs> yeah same, same thing. thing so yes so yeah Alexis, that is exactly the same mashup that's pretty amazing um yeah, I don't even know where to go from there, honestly. I was going to say, <laughs> I'm just having a banner day. Like, this is all yesterday. Let's just the podcast. It's over. Let's That's just, enough. Let's We're just done. call it. But, okay, well, then if I if I want to keep going, you know, since I'm feeling real good with this, I'm discovering this and stats, let's talk about some, uh, all the season, or I guess the, the playoff long challenges we've had, my friend. Should we go mm, into that? Okay. I was hoping to avoid this, but um, yes, on <laughs> but our yes. ESPN pigskin playoff pick them i was down two points going into the super bowl <laughs> i very clearly lost two questions that said the Bengals would win and that burrow would be the mvp um although you didn't get the mvp because you went with stafford but you did get the rams win stafford. you ended up getting three questions more than i did correct i did and widened your lead to a five point victory you went 39 <laughs> and 21 in your picks you finished in the 99.8 percentile yeah, Very it says I finished answer. overall in America. Oh, no, we said this is the world. 701st. I'll take 701st. Wow. 
Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I should give you a trophy or something for that. I need a 700 I place trophy. I finished 15,000th. So there's that. Okay. Uh, but I was in the 96.6th percentile. 34 That's and 26. Good. So yeah, missed a bunch on that one. Um, the Bengals obviously hurt me there, but um, the Trey Hendrickson pick was a little cutesy and he got the it sack early he had the first sack and i was like i was like it's trey hendrickson i remember texting you i was like trey hendrickson and then like, i didn't even see donald get his second sack i saw the first one i was like all right so they tie whatever they tie. and then i looked at the box score afterwards and he had two and i was like where's where'd the other sack come from i didn't see it so that sucked um but that's yeah sick. made it made a couple couple not great calls but um congrats to you kudos to you well done thank you man mr 700 first this was fun. I literally liked how they did the playoffs. This is way better than just the straight up pick them, which again, is still fun to pick the games, but I like the little prop back, the little prop bets. I finally got who will score the first touchdown of the game. I went with the field that worked out for me. Hooray. Um, Hooray. But yeah, this was the playoff one was a lot, a lot cooler. I wish they would do that throughout the season. Maybe only do like half the games and then just do the props. I think that'd be cool. So let's uh, yeah. let's go talk to our boys at ESPN and, and get this going for next season. I like it. We'll just make our own, man. We'll just make our own. Or make next our year. own. We'll True. just incorporate and, uh, incorporate this. Well, speaking of making our own, I did have the do it bet. Do it. Do it. Do it. That I kind of just threw on you at the end of last episode. <laughs> so, oh boy, let's let's the, go through the this excitement. The level of excitement that you just um, came at me with tells me exactly how I finished in this do it because I actually don't know the answer. So <laughs> I know this is the best. You're coming in completely blind. Great, so here's great. here we go. So there were four do it bets. They were cross sport props. So the first one that we had was which will be greater, Cooper Cup's longest reception or LeBron's points against the Warriors on Saturday night. So you picked Cooper Cup having a longer reception. I picked Cooper Cup having a longer reception. So his longest was 22. LeBron had 26 points. So we both got that wrong. We both got that wrong. It's all right. It's all right. All right. Okay. So the next one we had was Odell Beckham Jr. receptions versus total NHL goals uh, (laughs) in the four games on Sunday. Now, looking at the – so we both picked the total NHL goals. Uh, looking back, that seemed way too obvious and easy. So way too I know obvious. OBJ, I know OBJ got hurt and he only ended up with two, but let's say he had 10. Let's say he had Cooper Cup's eight. Still. Do you know yeah, how many goals there right? were on Sunday? Probably 20. There were 23 goals in the four games. Yeah. That was like a each terrible. Game was, like if that bet was, was anywhere online, I would have I would have gone all in on that. All in. So we both picked yeah. that and we were both correct. So kudos. Good. Kudos to us. That's good. All right. All right, the next one was interceptions in the game versus Barcelona goals on Sunday. <laughs> so we split because we I went with interceptions in the game and you went with Barca goals. So there, as we both know, there were two interceptions in the game. So I'll give you a little lead in. Barcelona tied on Sunday. How many goals do you think they got? I bet it was 1-1 one, one or 0-0. Zero, zero. <laughs> it was... Two to two, so we pushed. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, nice. Barcelona. The true fans call them Barca, so it's Barca. Barca. Okay, um, go Barca. All right, so you and I are tied going into the final question. So the final matchup was Jamar Chase receiving yards versus Louisiana State oh. University women's basketball total points on Sunday. 
Okay, so Kemper went with Jamar Chase. I went and with he got fighting nine yards. And he, he got about I what I you know would have maybe guessed he'd get. Right. And I'm thinking, okay, eighty nine sounds like it should be enough. Yeah. I don't know. So you You're pick, so excited though. I feel like LSU scored Jamar 110 Chase. points. Jamar Chase finished with 89 points. LSU women's basketball won their game on the road at Texas A&M, scoring 74 points. Kemper gets the win. <laughs> <laughs> Give me yeah. that. Oh my gosh, you were so excited. I, I could have sworn I just lost that. I know. I just want to, you know, I want to trick you a little bit, man. Little games. I appreciate. I appreciate you coming in excited, knowing that you lost. Yeah, I was bummed. I thought I was going to get the interception, and once I saw Barcelona, I was like, "Crap!" I felt like that was going to be my kicker, my kicker vote. But then, um, yeah, Jamar had a good game, and LSU got the win. Just not enough points. Not enough points. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. All right. Well, that was exciting. I kind of I like the cross <laughs> sport bets as well. That's also yeah, and it was super random, obviously, but it's also super pretty random. fun. Yeah, it was a good one. I liked him. Let me toss one back to you then, because in our NFL.com playoff challenge, if you recall, I was down 85 points going into the Super Bowl, and we had to replace a lot of players in our lineup. I had to throw in, ended up having the same as you with Stafford and Kendall Blanton. I went T. Higgins, you went Jamar Chase, and I had Matt Gay getting me double points, and you went with McPherson. But you also had Mixon getting... 4x quadruple points points. (laughs) and he didn't have a great game but he did throw a touchdown (laughs) randomly and he ran well and he ended up with 11 points i i picked mixon to cut into what you were going to get from him and i also didn't think there was another running back i wanted it was the right call he had the most points of the running backs but you ended up widening your lead from 85 to 100 ended up winning by 100 points and crushed it you crushed it yeah you just crushed it who would have thought i uh even I, though, I made the right call with higgins but didn't matter he did not even close didn't matter i mean who would have thought joe mixon would be the one to carry me in granted he still when we talked about this right before we went on air like yeah he got me four quadruple points but he only ended up with 44 total points for that even with quadruple cooper yes. cup on the other side had double points and got me 42 so it's like, yeah. come on, man. Yeah. So Joe Mixon, yeah. yes, you lasted the entire gambit for me, but it's not like you were really blowing in the doors down here. <laughs> That's true. So yeah, great job being average, basically. All playoffs, <laughs> great job just I being there. Thanks for being um, there. He, he did look it. into a sweet touchdown pass to T against. I texted, um, you like, that, I texted you when that happened. That still counts for me, right? That still counts. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that does count. Four yes, points. It counted. Um, but that's a good segue. T. Higgins is a good segue into our final contest, which was our yes. DraftKings showdown captain mode, where we had to pick one player to get 1.5 times their points and their salary, and then flex out the next five players. As a reminder, mm-hmm. uh, we both flexed Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford, you went with McPherson, Matt Gay, and the Rams. I went with Burrow, Bengals, and Pirine. And then your captain was Burrow. My captain was Higgins. Mm. Um, your flexes mm. outperformed mine. They did. Uh, by, you got a goose uh, egg. Actually, <laughs> by a couple points. By like a point and a half. Because um, I got a goose egg from Samaje Dickhead Pirine, who yeah, couldn't get sucks. one yard when they needed him. Um, you got eight points from the Rams, six from Matt Gay, eight from Evan McPherson. Um, but... T Higgins 
was he was the play he was the MVP. He got yep. me because of the one point five X. He got me forty three and a half points in my captain seat. Burrow yep. had a snowflake, which is a little harsh, but got you twenty two <laughs> a little two three. <laughs> it was you know it's funny is he only has a snowflake in your captain seat. He doesn't have it in my flex. Right, happy like, with well, in the flex. flex. <laughs> that's fine at fourteen, but for your captain, you yeah. can't begin twenty-two. That's a flake. You're a flake. Yes, that's right. That's right. So I ended up crushing in that one sixteen to ninety-six. Twenty-point victory gives me the playoff edge as well. A yep. thirty-point, thirty-five-point playoff victory in DraftKings make up for my season-long loss. There you go, man. Congrats. Congrats. Yeah. How about that, that was a good that was a smart pick with the uh with the captain. I still need to learn this captain mode, so I will learn for the future. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Next year. Maybe we'll do more of these next year. You can do them during the regular season too. We'll just pick oh, a God. game and run a captain showdown. Oh god. Dang. So now we've officially gone through all of our, our championship picks, our like fantasy picks. We've gone through the game. Man, again. I feel like I'm I'm watching ESPN news at twelve thirty in the morning right now. This is like I don't <laughs> yeah, this, I don't honestly this podcast was the last thing I was like, yeah, this is the last thing we're gonna get to talk football. And I was like, well at least we still have the podcast. <laughs> at least we here still we got are. that. So we can and here we are at twelve thirty. Here we are. So yes. Oh, oh it is almost wow. Wow. But you know, we still have we still have a lot to look forward to because you know, we I feel like we'll still need to do a rundown of picks, may our way too early picks. Maybe that'll be in an email. We still got a lot of football that you and I can talk about and still plan out. We got the draft. We still have the draft. Draft so comes good. in April. Yeah. Yep. So, man, but man, are we grasping at straws? I don't want to go. We have to go back. <laughs> we have to go, go back. back. <laughs> we are going to, um, but we are going to do some exciting stuff with college basketball and the March Madness tournament as well. Yes. Stay tuned. You'll be hearing more about that from us on our social accounts. And uh, we're going to cover more of that stuff. Yeah. It's going to hold us so, off for another, you know, month or two. Another month or two. We're, we're Again, we're just going to keep clinging to as many sports as we can. And it's going to be spectacular. Uh, but, man, this was a great season. It was kind of a wild one. If you really kind of look back, so many weird storylines, so many cool storylines. A lot of teams you didn't expect to be there. A lot of teams you did. Brady retires. Ben retires. Where's Rodgers and his COVID toe going to go? Tons of cool storylines. I mean, the Bills-Chiefs playoff game, probably one of the best of all time. I bet everybody wishes that was kind of the Super Bowl game because if that was your Super Bowl, holy cow. Like That would have been, that would have been yeah. amazing. Um, yeah. So, yeah, great, great season, great fantasy season, cool storylines. I mean, Cooper Cup, one for the ages. I mean, Jamar Chase, rookie season for the ages, Joe Burrow season. Just People like Justin Herbert. I mean, it was great to see Dak Prescott coming back. Um Cool players like Jonathan Taylor, Ross, Jonathan Taylor, Saint Brown, going off. Jonathan Ross, Taylor, Brown. Derrick Henry being the best player for nine weeks and still finishing in the top six and rushing, even though he didn't play half the year. <laughs> like, come on. Um, so yeah, there's a lot yeah. of cool stuff that went on. It was a lot of cool one. And you know what? It's only going to get better. We're going to get better. Our teams are going to be even sweeter. You're going to go. You're going to rise from the second place ashes. And I'm going to be there with you <laughs> in the championship game. It'll be even crazy uh um, actually back-to-back championship losses for me very dis- disappointing that is that's very frustrating you're gonna if you get there for three years we'll just start calling you the bills the bills of the 90s uh yeah i'm feeling kind of like the bills right now i mean thurman thomas would you consider Kelly, would you consider me. don Beebe? like would you run down and get that? 
Remember that play against uh, who was the yeah, Cowboys? Guy? He knocked it out. Leon Lett. Leon yeah, he knocked Lett. it out. There it is. I think it was Leon Lett, wasn't it? I think he yeah, knocked Leon it out Lett. of his his hands. Yep. yep, that's me. I'm gonna try hard. That's you. I'm gonna try hard. So fantasy <laughs> season, football season is officially over. Kemp's been an awesome ride with you uh, as we continue to fold the cheese. We're not done yet, so don't be uh, don't be going anywhere anytime soon because we got a lot of cool stuff coming up. Uh, we'll still be looking. You know, let's be honest. Even when we're talking college basketball and all the other stuff. We're still going to wrap in some football. There are going to be stories. Antonio Brown is probably going to be doing something dumb. We'll talk about Can't him. Can't wait to see what he does. Yep. <laughs> Free agency, retirement trades, good stuff. Can't wait. Can't wait. So with all this being said, man, congrats to you. Great season. A lot of fun. We're going to keep it going. And as always, keep on folding. Fold it. Yes.